0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Take Five for Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host Owen Ron, and have a little bit of technical difficulties with my camera, so it might be a little herky-jerky. So I appreciate your bearing with us today. I have a industry titan, uh, Teresa Hughes Hill, the VP of Sales with Greenwood King in the Heights. Uh, Teresa, how are you doing today?
1: Doing okay. Thank you for having me.
0: Good. Good. Well, let's jump in. What is uh, or tell us about your Uh, career in real estate how did you get into real estate what uh, different roles have you had and what are you doing now
1: um so I've been in the industry for for I think this is going to be my 31st year Uh, I was licensed in October of 1990 um, and I actually um, started out as an apartment locator Um, I had when I came home from college I of course moved back in with my parents and wanted to get out as quickly as possible. <laughs> so, um, I started renting apartments and because I got a, a free apartment as part of my, you know, uh, income. So, um, just kind of um, made my way up into a manager. And then I was a community manager of three or four complexes. And and my boss said, you know what? You need to get your real estate license. And I did. And kind of the rest is history. So in 2004, I actually got my broker's license. um, And at that time, I was working for um, a woman by the name of Edith Personette, uh, Personette Group, and worked for her for 20 years. Um, She focused on new construction, specifically high-rises and mid-rises. Then we did townhome communities, and we did some um, uh, vacation-type homes. Um, So that was a a good long ride. Um, And then I was with Heritage Texas Properties. Uh, and then recently, about a little over a year ago, um, came over to Greenwood King, and I, I've been in management, you know, for the majority of, of my career. Uh, and Greenwood King needed a, a new manager here at the Heights, and um, so here I am, and I've been here since November of, of last year.
0: Oh, excellent role, well, right before COVID, then, huh? Yes. Yeah. So, how has uh, as a manager, how has COVID? impacted uh, your role and your ability to manage and hire and recruit?
1: Well, you know, it, it definitely impacted us, you know, at the beginning, you know, because we were kind of all shut down. Um, so we, we, we handled it pretty well. Um, I actually have been in the office um you know for the majority of last year Uh, my office is is a small office where we are in a historical home on heights boulevard um all my agents are upstairs and we're able to social distance and my staff is downstairs they're able to social distance so um so i kind of you know came in for the majority of 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 last year just kind of holding down the fort you know making sure that um, you know our offices were open, mm-hmm. um, so we, we we've kind of you know um, just kind of gone through it, um, and we actually had a very successful year last year, as right. as many of us have in the industry. Right. So very blessed for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a crazy year, and it seems like we're still continuing the crazy with the uh, yes. frenzy, and I, I'm sure you have experienced the um, lack of inventory is a big part of that, right? I mean, what, what, how do you explain the lack of inventory?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's just definitely a, a, a buyer's market right now. Um, I think that, um, you know, lack of inventory of course, at the beginning of, of the pandemic, you know, I think people were, they just didn't know what to do, you know, were, did were they going to have to, you know, move because of, you know, financial reasons, job relocation, job loss, um, you know, there were just so many factors. And I think that um, uh, people were scared, you know, at the beginning, you know, what, what do I do? Um, But I think with the low interest rates, um, that's why we have all the buyers, you know, I mean, it's, it's almost, um, I mean, there's just so many instances where it just makes more sense to buy rather than rent. Right. Um, you know, so I think, I think buyers are just trying to jump at the opportunities and, um, we just have more buyers than, than we do houses to sell. So, um,
0: you know. I guess that's that's a good thing in some respects. Absolutely. A good thing for, for sellers that are, are interested in selling. So as, as a manager, so um, let's go into what, what makes a, a good realtor. So if you're if you're gonna be talking to somebody that's interested in being a realtor, um, what would you what advice would you give them?
1: Uh, you definitely need to be approachable. Um, you know, good communication skills are a must, Um, you know, you have to be responsive and readily available. Uh, You know, we live in a world of, of, um, you know, now, you know, people want things now. And um, if, and if you, if you miss that call or you don't do that call back, um, you know, it, it could cost you, you know, um, I think you need to have strong local market knowledge. Um, you know, just know your area. Um, you know, keep keep on top of of the of the market. You know, the trends. What's what's, you know, what what buyers are looking for. What you know, what homes are selling for. Just all 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 the numbers, all the data. Um, and then I think you need to be proactive and not reactive um, you know, it's, um, sometimes a transaction is, is almost like a puzzle and we just have to keep it all together. And, um, it's, it's, it's just important not to be reactive.
0: Right. So, you know, it's always a, 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 it's a hundred percent commission type job. So how do you ease folks into, uh, into that career where they can still, you know, put food on their plate and, and grow their businesses. I mean, it sounded like you, so you started when you lived at home and were doing apartment rentals. I mean, is that, a, is that still a viable path into real estate or are there other pathways that you would encourage new folks to consider?
1: Yeah, well, we, um, we always tell everybody uh, if you, if you're a brand new agent um, to have at least six to 12 months of, you know savings right. um i mean even if even if you were a brand new agent you came in today and and sold a house you know that it's still what probably 45 maybe 60 days out you know for the entire transaction and that's if you sold something day 1 so you know you you're of course you have to you know build your business and um you know, get out there and and get your face out there. And, um, you know, and then most new agents are going to work more with buyers first, as opposed to sellers, um, you know, just for experience. Um, I think sellers tend to tend to want to have an agent that, that has listed before. Um, so, you know, I, I think you do have to be prepared to, um, to not, you know, to not have income for a certain amount of time. Um, there are some agents that do more of maybe um, an assistant or floater type position um, to kind of ease into it. Um, sometimes those jar- jobs are hard to come by, but um, I think that it can be really, really good experience, right. um, you know, for someone. And then I think, too, you, you just have to have a good manager, You know that's going to guide you through and and it's it's almost you know hand-holding you know i i i always um encourage my agents to um do open houses to pick up buyers uh any any lease leads that other agents may give them that's a fabulous way you know, to, to get experience because you're, you know, you're writing the contract, you're, you're, you know, you're interacting with, with the clients and you're, you know, showing homes and it's uh, it's just a great experience, um, for, for learning. Yeah. And you get paid quickly too on leases.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, so how many years does it take to become an established agent you think? And, and, uh, once, I mean, you have some you know rock stars in your office, and Green King has been around a long time. Uh, those agents that are halfway up the ladder and above, I mean, what uh, what uh, is their careers like, and and how do they get their business, and what's their income run? I guess, you know.
1: Well, I, I think like anything, it's um, you know what you put into it. Um, we personally, as as a company, uh, we do not do part time agents because we do want this to be your career. Uh, we want you to focus, you know, one hundred percent on it. Um, but of course, you know, there's going to be that, you know, that that journey, you know, that you get to. Um, you know, I, it, it's, it's kind of hard because it differs with everybody, but I would say, you know, three to five years, you know, is usually, uh, you know, when, when you really get going and maybe you can start, you know, getting, uh, referrals because that's kind of the goal is for you to have a referral business. Right. Um, and, um, cause that, that, that's kind of what's going to keep you going. Right. But, um, but your first couple of years, you're, you're going to, you're going to work your tail off, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're going to be, um, you know, networking a lot, um, a whole lot, um, you know, trying to pick up business, getting your name out there, getting your face out there. And it may be even a little bit more difficult right now during COVID, um, you know, cause we're not able to, to network like we're so used to, right. um, but yeah, but I, I think you do need to give yourself, um, you know, at, at least a couple, two, three years. Um, but, you know, there are many, many, many agents that that don't just follow through. And um, it, it's very common in our industry for people to, to get out within, you know, um, 12 to 24 months. And, right. you know, that they, they just can't do it.
0: Yeah, good tough. And you as a manager, I, I'm sure I, I, I'm, I'm envisioning you taking calls late at night from teary eyed <laughs> agents that uh, something didn't go right. I mean, I could,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I am. Um, I'm pretty much 24-7. I mean, I've been known to be on a phone call at 7 a.m. and at 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean. It's um, it's just being there for support. Sometimes it's a contract question. Sometimes it's uh, talking them off the ledge. You know. Sometimes it's you know, what do I do? I'm about to, you know, I just want to, you know, walk away, <laughs> and yeah. um, you know. So it it's it's just mainly support.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's a so you're also tasked with recruiting, right? Correct. Yeah. So what what makes a good uh, or what, what's a profile of a person that you're looking for today? Are you looking for experienced folks or new folks or different areas of town? Yeah. Um,
1: you know, we, we try to have a good balance of, um, of you know, experienced agents and new agents. Um, and, you know, I'm looking for someone really a large part of your um of you growing into a good agent is going to be what we call your SOI, which is your sphere of influence. Uh Um, And basically it's your database. It's who, you know. Um, So I think that's very, very important is to have um, a good solid database that you can start out with, you know, even if it's um, we like it to be at least 50 people. Um, for a new agent, probably not more than two hundred people, but um, a database that you're going to work—that's um, that's just really really crucial. Um, and then we have, you know, we have people that are coming from different careers that tend to do well in real estate. Uh, teachers, for example.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, yes. Um, and then, of course, if you have sales experience. Right. Um, and especially if you're commission based because you kind of get it. Right. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the, the things that, that we look for and, and just ironically, I have two agents in my office that, um, can used to be flight attendants. Right. Um, and I've, you know, I, I kind of just in watching them. They have such good, uh, customer service skills. Right. So I, I find that kind of interesting too.
0: Yeah. And they probably have thick skin so they can. Exactly. Yeah, they, can, they can weather the, the bumps of the airplane as well as real estate. There you go.
1: Right. <laughs> um, I like
0: that. Well, I, I always like to ask somebody, uh, the, my podcast guests, about an experience or a particular transaction or a story worthy uh, moment in real estate. Do you have such a, uh, a, a story to share?
1: I have a funny story to share. Right. Um. So I was doing an open house. Uh, this was when I worked at a um, a new construction project, right. and um, there were already people moved in, but we had some some other um, homes to sell. So we were in one of the homes that that was owner occupied, right. and um. They had a black cat and asked us, please do not let the cat out. So I had a very busy open house, had people in and out. And I was about to shut down and noticed a black cat outside. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? So I'm outside running around chasing this black cat and I caught it. Huh. So I go inside, you know, put the cat in, lock the door, and on the windowsill, as I'm turning around to leave, are two black cats.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> so my uh, homeowner gains another cat that 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 day.
0: <laughs> That's funny. So you you uh, you added to their you added value to their home. I did. <laughs> Well, great. Well, Teresa, I enjoyed our conversation. What's a, what's a good way for people to get a hold of you if they're interested in talking to you further about, uh, about Greenwood King and, your, uh, and becoming an agent?
1: Sure. Um, telephone number is 832-766-2420. And email address is Teresa H. And that's T H E R E S A H at greenwoodking.com.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time today and uh, we look forward to working with you this year. Thank you, Owen. I appreciate it. Good talking to you.